0: You're listening to Sweet and Sour. I'm Hope Go. I'm Jane Lee.
1: We are talking about women's
0: issues, breaking barriers and tackling taboos. Let's get, get chatting. chatting. Happy Lunar New Year. Happy the Year of the Dragon. That's right. It's the Year of the Dragon. What are you looking forward to this year?
1: Um, The Year of the Dragon is actually a very special year, and you know why? No. Because (laughs) dragon, of all the animals, the 12 animals in the Chinese zodiac, dragon is the only imaginary animal. Now nobody, whether it's in ancient times or in present days, has ever seen a real dragon. However, it's almost everywhere in Chinese literature, in Chinese culture, and it can be a dragon, can be in the sky, can be on land, and can be in the water. It can exist almost anywhere. So I think dragon, whenever the dragon year comes around, I always feel that this is going to be a special year. Well, uh, Jane and I
0: spoke to a Chinese metaphysics expert based out of Hong Kong. Her name is Suzanne Schultz, hmm. and uh, she's been practicing Chinese metaphysics since 2014. And we were really excited to have her because she had a few tips on how to harness the
1: power of the dragon. Yes, and it's really it's fantastic. You have to listen to this.
2: It's a massively significant year because it's not just a new year. It also marks the first year of a completely new energetic era in terms of Chinese metaphysics. And that's what we call period nine. So in Chinese metaphysics, we divide time into 20-year blocks. And each 20-year block is called a period. And there's, it goes from period one to period nine. So the whole circle is 180 years long. Now period 9 is a period that lasts for the next 20 years up until the year 2043 and it's a it's associated with the fire element and uh it's a period that we have not seen for the past 180 years so nobody alive today has actually experienced a period 9 but looking at empirical data from the past we kind of know what's what we can expect and so Uh, This is a very exciting year. It's a little bit volatile, this 2024, but overall it's a very significant uh, era that we're entering into.
0: Okay, so you said it is important and you said that Mm. it will be tumultuous. What do you mean by that exactly?
2: Well, when we look at the outlook for a particular year, what we do is we plot the birth chart, the Chinese astrology birth chart of the year, and then we look at it pretending um, if this was a person, what kind of life would this person have? And so when we're looking at this year, that the chart for 2024, it's an extremely volatile chart. It's an extremely accident-prone chart. There is a lot of conflict. Uh, it's very, very messy. And we actually do have a famous person who had a very similar chart in setup then 2024. And this is Bruce Lee, which you probably, this is someone you know about as well. Uh, And Bruce Lee, if you look at his life, his life was extremely messy on a personal level, uh, marked by a lot of physical injuries. He died very young, but we remember him to this day. So this is kind of what you need to imagine for the year 2024. A messy year, lots of accidents, lots of upheavals and we will definitely remember it for a long time that doesn't sound like a lucky year for anybody (laughs) well you know it depends on your personal actions you know the year is going to happen with you or without you right so knowing what's actually coming you can take advantage of even the more negative things i mean if you look back at the last few years covid right uh, there were a lot of people who got super rich during COVID. Even though globally or generally speaking, we would probably not say it was a great time. But if you know what's coming, you know the trends, and especially when you get your birth uh, astrology chart read, then you know exactly how you personally can actually make use of the of the year itself and make it a great year for you. Never mind what the what the rest of the world looks like.
1: Turn, uh, talking about making this year st- a year of um, full of conflicts and, and probably problems for uh, a lot of people, is there any way that in terms of feng shui that you can really change the this year? I mean, to make
2: it better. You know, feng shui is done for land plots and for your property. Hmm. So it's not done on a global level. After astrology is done for an individual person, feng shui is done for an individual individual property or an individual house or a land plot, right? So if you want to make sure that you have a good year despite of everything else that's going on, uh, you make sure that you adjust your home um, according to the energies that are present in the home within this particular year, um, and that these energies actually match your Bata astrology chart and your goals that you have for this particular year. If you can line all of these three things up, you will have a fantastic year. It's what we call the uh, the cosmic trinity, Yeah, where we look at the heaven realm, the man realm, and the earth realm. You can line these up, you bring them in harmony, you have a great year.
0: Can we talk specifics here? Because I'm starting to get very worried about what this year is going to bring for all of us. Are there certain (laughs) things that we can do in general? And I know you've said that um, we need to look at things in terms of specifics. But uh, if people don't have the time or the access Mm -hmm. to uh, get their charts read, what can they do to make this a bit less tumultuous? Because, I mean, it's not like we didn't have enough tumultuous times in the run up to this
2: year. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, we had a lot of tumultuous symptoms. we should be we should be used to change by now. Um, you know, like in in terms of specifics, what you can do, I would say for two thousand twenty four, upskill upskill as much as you can. Like think about what would be a skill that would help you five x or 10X your income right now and start learning that in 2024 because I can guarantee you right now you will need it. Um, If you want to make any sort of major investments, delay that until the third quarter of the year. It would also be great if you could look into maybe starting a side gig or something on the side, diversify a little bit so that you don't just rely on one stream of income. If If you are a business owner, you should make sure that you have at least six months of liquidity as well. So these are a few things that you can definitely do that everybody can do.
0: What about your home? How do you set up your home? As you you already mentioned, not touching the west side of Mm. the house, right? Is there anything else you can do?
2: Um, Again, like doing, talking in generalities is very difficult in Feng Shui because my goal is completely different than yours. My apartment is completely different than yours. So I would set up my apartment completely different than my neighbor, even if we both practice the same feng shui. So, you know, it is tough to say that without any sort of specifics because there's no such thing as a wealth corner that works for everyone. I would say, again, with caveats, if you want to make sure that you have probably smoother energies than not, you should make use more of the southwest area of your home, but that works better for business owners and those who work from home rather than employees. Employees should probably more work in the northeast sector. But again, this is it's very nonspecific, and if we actually did this professionally, there, there would be much, much more to it.
1: What suggestions do you have for the positions of furniture to enhance the flow of qi and also, of course, to to seek more health and and, uh, health beneficials to your
2: life? Right. So generally speaking, there's no one solution fits all approach. That's not what feng shui is all about every flat is different every property is different and all the people who are living in the flats and properties are different um also the environment is different so feng shui is a uh, is essentially an outside in science meaning 70 percent of what affects you inside your property actually happens outside because it's the outside where you have mountains and water that generated tea So this is always a bit of a misconception that you can just say, oh, everybody has the same luck corner or everybody has the same wealth corner. So that's not really how it works. It depends very much on on the property itself, the orientation, the landforms and so on. Uh, However, there is a short-term aspect to feng shui uh, where we can usually tell okay so within that one particular le- year let's not renovate in one particular area of the home or of your office and in 2024 that would be the west area of your home or your office where you really really shouldn't do any renovation no hammering no drilling no painting no repair work nor mo- no moving away around of furniture because that can really upset some um, rather challenging energies that will not be able to um, uh, be appeased even with feng shui methods.
0: You know, people talk about bowls of water, wind chimes, to try and shift Mm -hmm. luck. Can you address those and talk about whether or not they work?
2: Wind chimes do not work, um, because basically what what people try to achieve is a metal sound. Mm. And wind chimes, the sound is very light. And it's very erratic because it's only there if there is some wind. And if you have a wind chime at home somewhere in your house, there may never be any sort of wind. So it it really doesn't work. Uh, if you want to generate a metal sound, usually what we use are um, singing bowls, metal singing bowls, or uh, you can also use a ding-sha or some sort of gong Like these give out very, very strong um, vibrations, metal vibrations. You can actually feel this in your body. It's like when you go go to a gong bath. uh, It elicits sort of um, emotions and feelings in you. So it's these kind of metal sounds that we need. Wind chimes do not work. Now, when it comes to water, uh, water is used as an activator whenever you are not able to locate yourself in an area that is, has the key that you need to achieve certain outcomes. So if you are, uh, if you work from home and you put your desk in an area that you really need, let's say for your marketing efforts, then you absorb the energies that are in this particular area, you don't need any water feature or anything. Hmm. If let's say this area that has the energies that you need for marketing purposes, is not um, suitable for a desk, maybe it's your kitchen or maybe it's your bathroom, then it doesn't mean that the energies are wasted. It just means that you actually need to stimulate and activate them with other by other means. And that could be a water feature. It cannot be a table fountain. These are too small. Uh, when we're looking at Chinese uh, or feng shui water activators, These need to be containers that hold a minimum of twenty-five liters of water. I personally use (laughs) fifty liters, Mm -hmm. and um, the water should be moving. Mm. Yeah, so you can insert a um, a water pump from an aquarium store. The reason why a lot of people use aquariums is not because the fish are lucky; it's because (laughs) the fish keep the water moving. And back in the old times, when there was no electricity. The only way to keep the water moving was by putting a fish into the water.
1: Mm. That's very, very interesting. Would you suggest uh, having more plants at home?
2: If you want, plants don't really have any impact in terms of feng shui. We use them in external feng shui, so that would be sanhe and luantong feng shui, to block out certain external features like corners and... and, uh, you know, any, any sha tea feature. Inside the house, uh, they don't really serve any functionary purpose. So if you feel comfortable, if it makes you feel good to have plants, by all means put plants. Mm.
0: Okay, so it's just a feel-good factor to have buns yep. in the house, is it? Yes. Um, what do you, okay, I know that some signs are worse for certain years than others. Are there going to be any lucky or unlucky signs that will come about this year <laughs> that people need to watch out for?
2: <laughs> well, okay, so that's also a bit of a myth, right? Everybody's like, oh my God, I'm born in the year of the dragon. What is gonna, What's my year going to be like? What most people are completely unaware of, that uh, you, are also in a, you are also born in a month that is associated with an animal sign. So you may be born in a dragon year, a tiger month, on a snake day, and maybe a rooster hour. So you have up to four animal signs in your Basel astrology chart. Out of those four, the most important ones are the month and the day, not the year right so that's the one myth the second myth is oh one uh, animal sign is unluckier than the other ones. well um every year each of these animal signs is given uh positive and negative uh, auxiliary stars or auxiliary energies what we call them it doesn't mean that you are unluckier or luckier than others it means that you need to adjust your actions If your animal sign has more of the inauspicious auxiliary stars, then this is maybe not a year where you should go all in with an investment or get married, for example, right? Um, What you do is you lay low, you make sure that you're not going to do any life-changing activities because otherwise you may actually hit on more roadblocks than others. Mm. So if you actually observe what energies are coming into your chart on, on any, in any particular year, you know exactly what to do, what not to do, then you could have four totally so-called unlucky energies in your chart and you would still have the best year. Conversely, people who have the so-called luckiest animals in their chart and do entirely the wrong actions, they may have the worst year of their life. So it's a little bit more complex than just to say, oh, one animal sign is unlucky.
1: Thoughts, thoughts ab- about what she said. About what she said. Mm. Okay, um, I find it uh, massively interesting. Although, of course, I have to say it's very difficult to put a fish tank of 25 liters of water at home. So if you are in businesses, I I think it probably would be a good idea. Is that
0: your recommendation, to build a 25-liter fish tank in your business to do well
1: this year? (laughs) I always like fish tanks, actually. I have had a small fish tank at home for many, many years, and I love it. So Jane's recommendation is to get yourself a fish tank for Lunar New Year. Yes, with live fish in it. And try to keep them alive. <laughs> okay, and that does it for this edition of Sweet and Sour. We'd like to invite you to listen to the entire episode on Apple Podcasts or wherever you can find Sweet and Sour.
0: Now, if this episode triggered thoughts and insights, or if you're interested in hearing us talk about other things, we'd like to hear from you.
1: Drop us a line at sweetandsour@icrt.com.tw. at icrt.com.tw. Until next time. Bye. Bye.
2: Oh, 恭喜发财<笑><笑>